Let's play a theme song, guys. Yeah, uh huh. You know what it Hello, everybody, and welcome to Dynamic Panel. My name is Joseph, and I'll be your host and spiritual guide through the most important news stories of the week. With me, of course, is racially undetermined comedian David Allen Freitas. What's up, you guys? Uh, waiting till I'm going to wait till the whole Black Lives Matter thing is over to determine uh, which races I actually am. No, uh, <laughs> I'm Mexican, Hawaiian, Chinese, Portuguese. I love all people. Uh, thanks for watching. I like to make sure everyone knows what race you are before the show because that, that is a podcast. So we got to know what we, we look like, right? Yeah, exactly. I mean, not that it really matters, but uh, you might be wondering like, hey, is, is that guy, is that, is that Joe Coy? <laughs> That's an obscure reference. And uh, we, we can talk the whole show about David's reference. race, but we got to also introduce yeah. our other hosts. Yeah, please, please, please. <laughs> Owner of a Zoom premium account, and also if Applebee's was a man, Mark <laughs> Mangare is on the show. Hello, Mark. Hey, 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 hey. what's up? Hey, how are you doing? Um, I say that because um, my main demographics are suburban moms and suburban dads. <laughs> and and you give out one dollar Long Island iced teas during the summer, right? Oof, of course but just at your house not like at <laughs> my house i mean covid we have to be covid friendly you, you um, wear some masks in my school, house. guys don't worry about it yeah because you do you give out uh free sundays on people's birthday if, and you have to like you sing them an original birthday song because the copyright I, for the the original is just like yeah happy birthday and then it's like i stop it out with their name and then you like a little <laughs> jazzy make it a little jazzy <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Happy, happy birthday from Mark Munger. I couldn't even do it in the song. I'm sorry. Mark Munger. <laughs> You'll learn how to Mark pronounce his name eventually. Yeah, dude. yeah, you'll get there. It's It, it took me it 10 changed. tries, actually, to, to find we, Yeah, we've known each other for like, what, how many years now? But we were, that... we're on a first name basis, though. We don't have to we, have, we don't have to learn each other's last names. That's how friendly we are. Yeah. <laughs> but oh, thank you guys. Good, yeah. Thank you guys for being on the show today. Are, are you guys excited? I know I am. I know. I'm, yeah, I'm excited for sure. I'm excited for sure. Like, I'm, I'm happy to be doing this thing, uh, this thing. I'm happy to be doing dynamic panel with you. Uh, you you've, you've had your show, you've had a show for a while now, uh, off and on with different topics. And I, I've, I, I love it. I love it. I'm, I'm glad that you think of me when you think of uh, funny. Yeah. No. <laughs> to be perfectly honest, you guys are two of the funniest guys I've ever met that are available at limited availability. So uh, it's it's cool. Thanks. Uh, so that's that's of course until I was able to convince funnier. me on the Zoom call. <laughs> until you meet funnier people, and then you're going to be like, you, and then we'll be. Uh, this is <laughs> he went through the list. With of the, the ghost of Louis C.K. <laughs> you're like uh, David. This is a formal call to let you know you're no longer the funniest person I know. Well, apparently you've been laid <laughs> off quite a bit, and uh, so you're used to that phone call. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. said, th th that was pretty mute. I don't know why I brought that. No, up. no, it's before the call. David was just talking about how many times he got laid off in the last two years. I told, I told you that in confidence. No, I'm just kidding. I told, I told you and Mark here. If any hiring <laughs> managers are, are listening, David, yeah. more than willing. What are your main strengths? I'm funny. In, in two months, he's gonna end up with an OnlyFans. So uh, anyone hiring, just just get him while he's uh, he's desperate for work. If there, yeah, if there was a, uh, if there was a high school, what are those, what are those high school, oh, Jesus, like, Guys most likely to, no, oh, most likely to, cons uh, yeah, if there was a superlative, like, most likely to be unemployed, they should have just had one, because I would have, that would have been me. <laughs> I'm <laughs> like the punchable. If you went to a fine <laughs> university. <laughs> I'm the punchable face of the uh, corporate world. Well, uh, we're, we're still glad to have you on the show. And uh, as we said at the beginning of the show, we're, 
what we'll be doing is discussing the most important news stories of the week. And it should come to no surprise that our first news story is two gorillas at the San Diego Zoo tested positive for COVID-19 in the first known cases of COVID in great <laughs> apes. David, you and I lived in San Diego for many years. Would this prevent you from going to the San Diego Zoo? Uh, I don't think so, because, you know, this is, I mean, I don't mean to offend anyone, but I was never really a fan of the gorillas to begin with. Like, they just kind of... The music band I feel or, like, like the animal? No, no, love the music. I love the music. And it, you know, to me, honestly, not only does it sound sound good, but it feels good. Uh, <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> I had Swish. to, I had to, it was just, bam. Um, no, I just, you know what, I don't, I hate to say it, but like, I almost, I almost feel Wait. like they deserved it. Like the gorillas, <laughs> like if there is one am animal in the zoo, I think gorillas deserved COVID. Well, the gorillas, the gorillas got it from the theory is that asymptomatic human right. gave it to the, the gorillas. So I don't think the gorillas deserved it, right? Mark, what do you Is there like a person that went up to a gorilla and sneezed on the gorilla? Or was it like kind of like a HIV thing where someone like tried to fuck a gorilla? <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Three minutes into the show, and Mark has the to bring first, in. <laughs> the first instance, yeah, this is the first uh, example of, of COVID being sexually transmitted. Nobody knew it was, but now we know it is through the through the, through the go. The, I'm the assuming that the, the zookeeper just went to a bar with the gorillas, you know, after work, blow off some steam. That's how most people get COVID, right? Like in tight. <laughs> I don't know why. Getting a banana daiquiri <laughs> with the gorilla. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say blow off some gorillas. That's what I thought you were gonna This is a family show. To... You know, on the podcast settings, the... I have to put either explicit or general. And three minutes, I guess I had to go with the explicit uh, rating. Okay, no, here's no, here's the real thing. Here's the real thing. Is this this thing this threw me off so bad? Like when I found out that gorillas got COVID, it just threw me off. I was so confused. I was like, wait gorillas eat bats like i <laughs> but of course of course like it does not have to be that because we've had covid in the u.s for a very long time now uh, unfortunately so mark how, just, how bleak is the I'm world just, now that animals are getting covid i'm just sad i'm just sad that animals can get covid now because then like we're gonna have to start you know putting masks on our puppies and that's just you know that's just not a good fun world to be in but that's a brand new business opportunity. You live in, in the Bay Area where there's plenty of uh, startups. Would you think about making a face shield dog company? I would. That would be really just like put little like puppy masks on the puppy. You know? um, I see gorillas just have it bad for a while now. Um, they're getting shot at. They're getting caged. Now they're getting COVID. That's a nice Harambe reference from it. Thank you. You, you think Harambe <laughs> is laughing back at the situation right now? Bringing it back to 2008, I think Harambe got out uh, at the right moment. <laughs> <laughs> David, what's a better way for animals to start practicing social distancing? Um, I think, uh, I don't know. I, I know that the, I think the, I think the gorillas aren't going to have a problem social distancing from each other. Because I mean, their their arms themselves are like already six feet long, aren't they? So like, even if they want to like shake hands, they're already six feet away from each other. Like, lucky, you know. I wish I had six foot long arms. Um, I think, but I think I think like uh, I think I think it's gonna. I think they what they need is more cages at the zoo. That's how we can prevent COVID from spreading from the, from the gorillas. Six, six foot cages. Like little yeah, glass exactly. containers. Yeah, every, now every single animal, even the birds. We don't want this to turn into like a bird flu part two or whatever. We should put all the birds in their own single cages. But I see this as a um, massive opportunity because uh, <laughs> a lot of people have COVID, but a lot for of the people for the like cage to go industry, to the zoo. Yeah. zoo. So there Who's could be a COVID-only to... zoo where all the animals <laughs> have COVID. I want to ask you a question. Who's you, still going to the zoo nowadays? <laughs> the zoo Mark. is an outside yeah. activity, so someone 
You can still go to the zoo. Oh my god! You know who's you know who's still going to the zoo? I think Jane Goodall because she that's like her job, right? Is to like the person that research primates. Yeah, research primates, chimpanzees. Actually, I met Jane Goodall when I was like sixteen. She gave she. Yeah, back when I was in high school. Yeah, I. uh, (laughs) I like how you're name dropping like someone who's like studying primates. Like one percent of the population. You know Jane Goodall. I know her because of a Simpsons episode. I don't know if if most people would know. (laughs) This is going out to San Diego, so I want the Wildlife uh, Association to notice me. You know, (laughs) so name. I I got the cure for COVID. You know, gorilla COVID. No, Sorry. and I and I I did wonder at one point if Jane Goodall was the one who had COVID, and she's the one that gave the gorillas COVID. Um, we might want to look into that CIA or whoever's on this thing. <laughs> Do you think the CIA is involved in who's giving gorilla COVID? <laughs> They're like tracking Jane Goodall's like footsteps. Our taxpayer, our tax dollars, well at work, like the CIA. <laughs> Fund this. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Mark, what do you think is the worst animal to have COVID? Um, if we gave it back to the bats. <laughs> and the bats were like, oh no. <laughs> I mean, it's the best way to revenge, really. Um, yeah, and then, and, then the, uh, and then the bats end up biting a guy who later becomes like a, a, a mogul, a, a billionaire, inherit, uh, has an inheritance. Uh, and then he has COVID and he's the next Batman. So Ooh, it's the second Batman. Yeah, I'm working on a screenplay with Dude, DC. that's a good reboot. reboot. Yeah. But I he's think sick I got all the this. time. <laughs> yeah, but he's sick all the time. Christopher Nolan's going to steal your idea, man. <laughs> yeah, and then Rob, Robin's going to have bird flu. And that's how we get it. <laughs> so we, like we the, start, we got to... <laughs> it's a whole Marvel this. movie about, like, diseases. It's, it's yeah. the new DC universe, but it's like just really everyone's just sick the entire time. That it's is like a, a hospital. Yeah, yeah, I can I can see them inventing a new superhero that's like some kind of disease related superhero, but he he somehow turns that into a superpower. And and yeah, and we call it uh, DC Fluniverse. Oh, see what I did. That's nice. <laughs> <laughs> Like but it. are I you like guys it. just mad that we now have to share our vaccines with animals? Okay, who's... Yes, we have to share our vaccines with animals. Of course, of course. Are, but are they going to be first or are they going to be the last? I don't think... I don't, I don't know, man. If it was up to me, I... I wouldn't share my. I wouldn't share the vaccines <laughs> with the gorillas. Man. I He's think they're pretty it, mad man. at you, dude. <laughs> okay, no. Here's here's where that comes from. So I have this. Uh, I have this weird, you know, s- sour kind of temperament. This disdain to gorillas. I met this lady at the dog park. Okay, she used to work for the L.A. Zoo. One time, a gorilla came up to her, put his arm around her and wouldn't let go. And they like gave the gorilla chocolate. They asked it, please. They, she, he, he just like wouldn't let go. And he kept grabbing on to her stronger and stronger. She didn't like do anything wrong to the gorilla. I think she like said she likes Mr. Goodbar more than Reese's Pieces or something. And like, but, but the gorilla got upset and just wouldn't let go. It was like taking it personal. I just think I don't know, man. I I think it was coming. I think it, a gorillas had it coming. I had no idea <laughs> gorillas felt so strongly about candy choices. <laughs> yeah, they were like giving it chocolate and stuff. But like, I think like she she was one of the zookeepers who uh, she like picked up the chocolate, but it was around the time that because gorillas are they're fucking smart, dude. It was like around one of the times when they were saying like, oh, we're gonna give. Uh, I don't remember the gorilla's name that she was saying in her story. Anyway, but then the gorilla wouldn't let go. It was like it wanted to kill her over chocolate. I was like, that's fucked up, dude. See, I know children who are, like, as selfish as that. So it's like, gorillas are children. Mm. <laughs> you know? <laughs> At least gorillas are a little bit entertaining. But now so it was up, there's yeah. revenge against the gorillas because they're getting COVID. So it all comes back. So closer. so if it, was up to, if it was up to you, Mark, you would... Um, you would give some of the vaccines to the gorillas, but not some of the children. 
and then we, we have like the, yeah, we probably have like six gorillas like in the united states right i'm pretty yeah, sure they're endangered yeah yeah we, I can, think we, you're can pro- kind of, we can kind of like six kids now They'll i feel okay. i feel a lot i feel a lot worse though now knowing that because I, th- I thought there were more gorillas i'm not gonna give up my vaccine for a gorilla mark you can give up your vaccine but <laughs> i don't want to no i i don't think that's a good idea should anyway, <laughs> from COVID to the Capitol, women have been using the popular dating app Bumble to capture evidence of Capitol writers. They sent this evidence to the FBI so the FBI can identify the writers that marched on the Capitol. David, have you ever used the app Bumble? Sorry, I wanted to use this segue. Um, talking about a bunch of animals, the Capitol. Ooh. Uh, no. <laughs> that's gonna Sorry. burn. That's gonna. No, burn. they. Uh, I was give. I was gonna give it to him stiff. You know. Uh, no, you were. You were saying, have I ever used Bumble? Have you ever used any dating apps? And are you uh, happy that it's it's being used for something good? Um, yeah, I used to actually back when I was single because I'm in a relationship now. But like back when I was single, I'll humble I brag. used <laughs> Bumble brag. Uh, I used I used Tinder. Um, I used OkCupid. Uh, I was on uh, Plenty of Fish. And, uh, and I did go on Bumble one time for like a brief, like for a week. And I was like, I'm not, I'm not feeling this. I don't, <laughs> it wasn't because like I didn't like women or the other person being able to choose. It wasn't because like I didn't want them to choose me. But I just, I don't know. Just, I was already phasing out of like dating apps. And it was the fourth one, and I was like, I'm not, I don't need another one. I'm but, done. But were you not happy with it because you weren't getting enough attention? And would you consider putting extreme political beliefs on your profile to get more attention? I can't even, like, I can't even believe, like, no. There's no way, like, I, I don't even think, like, I think political beliefs are, like, rarely helpful in regular conversation. Like, if I meet a stranger in the liquor store, I'm not, like, Hey, so Obama, yes, or Obama, no. You know? Like, That's the first I'm question like, I hey. ask everyone I meet. Dude. <laughs> That's a good filter. <laughs> like, I don't know, man. Like, back, I don't know. I remember I remember the dating days where, like, uh, you didn't find that kind of stuff out until, like, you know, weeks or months or until years her, her, of knowing. Her family. <laughs> yeah, until you meet their family. Exactly. And I hate to be, like, the the good old days guy remember the good old days <laughs> but like but that was really like you didn't have that shit on and like even in real life and i don't think it belongs on dating apps for sure not i think the most surprising part about this story when i read the article is that on bumble you can set your political beliefs on your profile mark are you are you surprised about that right um, wait, you can set your political beliefs on your own profile? You can say you're liberal, wish... progressive, conservative, whatever. What if I'm like, my most extreme political belief is like, I wish dogs could vote. Like that was, <laughs> like, what if that was, like, where in the spectrum is that? I would say that's uh, dumb. Is that part of uh, Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you wish gorillas, you wish gorillas Asinine. could vote. <laughs> or uh what? yeah i don't mean it sure. i don't mean it <laughs> i don't mean to take i don't like back, to make fun yeah, of people's now, politics but come on but that was pretty dumb <laughs> um i'm surprised i'm surprised that they let you do it but at the same time you know i feel like do people even date other people in the same political i mean a different political spectrum nowadays i, I, I think know. people do i think it's a physical attraction and you know, some people are more prioritize that more than the. the I bet ones. there is like a. I bet there is like a bit of a fetish to it too. Like you know, I'm not trying to get it down and dirty with any details, but. <laughs> but I want to sleep with like... at least five Republicans in my life, and that's my total. <laughs> yeah, I just want to sleep with a couple of Trumper Trumper dumpers. That's what they call them in the in the scene nowadays. You know, in the dating scene, Trumper dumpers. But what do, what do you think these guys are putting on their profiles that, uh, cause like on a dating profile, you gotta make yourself look pretty good. Right. But if uh, you're putting your political beliefs on there, you think that's going to cause a lot of problems or maybe they're attracting a certain audience. 
I don't know. I, I, I think that they're, I think that Bumble's kind of asking for it by having that, the political beliefs, you know, button. Well, having had it on there, because then they, they removed it, right? They removed that after, I think, um, all the capital business. Capital business. <laughs> Cap business. Like capital a, business yeah. was the original idea or the original name <laughs> for the show. <laughs> I want you guys to start some capital business. Start some business at the capital. Um, <laughs> no, I take Trump's that podcast. back. I don't. Yeah, <laughs> I don't want to call it that. I don't want to say capital business. I want to say storm the capital like Stormy Daniels. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Can we go through uh, one story without referencing a prostitute, David? Come on. I'm sorry. Yeah. Oh, again. First the gorillas. Now this. <laughs> no, I, I, I think, but I think it's like really, um, I mean, I, I don't know. I really think like, I, I really think it kind of goes back to my first point. Like, I think, I think people just want to know too much, like right off the bat. You know, there's some stuff you just got to find out later about a person, you know? Or like, like can't if, you just ask people that like the entire time, like, you know, during the messages, you don't need to like, you can just ask people what their political stances are, right? Right. That's like, that's yeah. like putting, that's like putting it as one of the questions, yeah, in the beginning, like, are you racist or not, you know? <laughs> like, oh, right, now all the racists, let's date each other, you know? I, I think it's still pretty fascinating that uh, people are still using dating apps during COVID, <laughs> you yeah. really even do like is it just a lot of FaceTiming? Yeah, there's a lot of uh, yeah, there's just a lot of like cyber cyber stuff, cyber butt stuff, cyber yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm on the dating apps during COVID. Uh, it's more of like hey, let's just talk in face to face in Zoom world. And let me tell you, it's weird. It's a weird world out there. So what are, what are yeah, your what Zoom is, dates like, Mark? And how yeah. political do they get? Um, I do not mention my politics because I think everyone... Because it assumes it because you live in the Bay Area. Yeah, I think like everyone just assumes. Um, and then I kind of like ask if like they like like meet and then they'll be like, I'm vegan. And you're like, okay, I already know like what, <laughs> where you're at. <laughs> And then they'd be like, oh, I don't like Asian people. And I'm like, oh, okay. I know where you're at. You had <laughs> someone say that you don't, they don't like Asian people. Right, as they're like dating me. <laughs> don't they realize you're Asian from the Zoom pro or the, uh, the Tinder profile or whatever? Mark just has a photo of a white guy. A white guy that says, where it says Trump 2020. And he's like, that's a real test. I'm actually honey potting. I'm honey potting Trump supporters <laughs> right now. He's gonna send the info to the FBI. <laughs> there's there's got to be some Trump supporters that like, uh, you know, younger Asian guys, right? Oh yeah, I was, <laughs> I was thinking about going like, uh, like role play with my girlfriend. Like we both get, okay, think about this. Like we we've been together for four years almost. We both get an account on on a Tinder, or Bumble, whatever. And, uh, and, and we know, we know who we're looking for. Like we know the name of each other and then we see each other, we swipe and then we start talking, you know, it gets hot and heavy. We're like, Hey, you want to go on a date? Yeah, sure. We meet in the kitchen and then the whole thing and then can escalate. Rip off her bag of hat. <laughs> yeah. yeah. David, who, who's, who's role playing with uh, the conservative or the liberal here? This is just to get out my fetish. Yeah. My conservative fetish. I want to, like Mark said, you, I want to date five Republicans and they're all going to be through my relationship currently. <laughs> but does this just mean that we need more niche dating apps? Ooh. <laughs> like, oh, uh, that sounds exciting. What's that? There's this Christian one. Um, Christian Mingle. Chris, Christian, Christian Mingle. Mingle. Hey, and farmers only. Yeah, and then there's the Jewish, the Jewish one. Uh, J date. Just Jews. Yeah. Oh, oh. So there's I think it's Jews. pretty obvious that Alex Jones should start his own dating app, <clears throat> and then. Uh, <laughs> I heard they're conspiracy actually, lovers. Actually, I heard after the storm the Capitol thing, they're actually coming up with a new dating app. It's called uh, Plenty of Fascists. Ooh. 
<laughs> that's uh that, that was a stretch david but uh Man, i'll give it to you yeah <laughs> it's because you you mentioned an app called plenty of fish before but i've never even heard of it and you've then, never heard of plenty yeah no, that's no i never heard of that it, it sounds like a goldfish commercial <laughs> is it is that is that a specialty app or is it just a typical anyone can join it's a typical like it's like a match.com plenty of fish is it's just everyone just everyone just and and there's like a lot like of fish <laughs> yeah, <it's only> for... <laughs> yeah do you like and do you like fish sauce as well uh and how how potent do you like your fish sauce and i you know i'm always like very potent i like very potent fish sauce so these are the political <laughs> <laughs> all right does anyone else have anything to close the story with or should we move on um are they people are they what are they actually catching people oh you know what? That'd I should hilarious. have read the article more closely because I don't really know. <laughs> I just found well, the headline really funny and I thought, hey, we should discuss it. I think, you know, I, don't I think, think it works. I think it would work. I don't think they are. I thought, I thought it said that the FBI, like, because they don't release any of that information. They just said that all the photos and stuff are being delivered to the FBI. Uh, I don't think they're, I don't think we know. I hope to God that they're catching people through the, you know, I hope, I hope so, you know. I don't think the FBI would admit that they're using this info from Bumble. (laughs) (laughs) That they're so bad at their jobs that like they're relying on this. Where did you, sir? uh, Where did you get that tip from? Uh, I was in Bumble. (laughs) I was hitting Uh, on this girl in Bumble, and uh, one thing led to. I randomly, yeah, I randomly happened to be on uh, on Bumble and uh, discovered uh, there were some people storming the Capitol. Anyway, from riders to electric cars, I thought that would rhyme, but it doesn't. So I'm, I'm sorry about this transition, guys. Okay, riders to electric cars. Jamie Lynn Spears, our favorite pop singer from uh, maybe like 10 Best. years ago, maybe 15 Best. years ago, kills her family cat with her Tesla and blames it on the car being too quiet. Mark, are you afraid of Tesla stock prices after this story comes out? is it's going to cause a lot of problems for Elon Musk. The, the new uh, richest man in the world is now going to be the second richest man in the world. Oh, no. I'm, I'm worried for him. Terrible. I don't know what's going to happen. Is it going to go He's back not... to the 420 price? <laughs> I, don't, I don't think so. <laughs> He's not going to be able to get out that cologne that he's always wanted to get out. <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's a musk. <laughs> but are I'm, you guys I'm, sad about jamie lynn spears family having to deal with this this crisis here i don't know i don't i don't honestly like i don't think it's bad pr for Tesla. like i'm really sad for the cat i think its name was turkey i mean first of all i like turkey all right i i'm a big fan i eat turkey often i'm i'm vegan but i said that's my cheat that's my cheat meat <laughs> <laughs> that's how much i love they, they don't have feelings you know they're, they're cool, <laughs> cool to yeah. eat the turkey. uh no but i feel bad for the cat like that sucks but i think i think like i don't know i, I have a feeling like jamie lynn might have been she might just not have a lot to do these days it might just be a pr stunt for tesla like like oh i oh i accidentally hit the cat you know but Listen to that Tesla purr, baby. You know, it's just like, it's just too... But don't listen to my cat purr anymore because uh, he's no longer <laughs> with us. Yeah, or, or like she might be hurting financially and, and doesn't have enough money for the Tesla, really, because we've all been in that scenario with our credit cards. And we couldn't buy and her now, Tesla, yeah. Yeah, now she has to get rid of the, her daughter's cat, you know? You got to cut the bills. You got to cut the bills down somehow. I just read the article, and it's her daughter's cat. (laughs) And this is the same daughter that caused so much controversy like uh, 14 years ago when she got pregnant, right? (laughs) Do you guys not remember Zoe 911? Was it Zoe 101? uh, Zoe Zoe 911. (laughs) Zoe 911 is the darker version of Zoe 101. (laughs) It's the sequel. It's the reboot. When she turns into a cop. (laughs) When she got written off the show because uh, in real life she got pregnant with this daughter and her daughter had a cat. Wait, what what show was she in? Zoe 101. She was Zoe. Oh, 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 yeah. Right. Okay. 
Yeah, see, that's but that's like the perfect sign. I think she she just doesn't have her shit together. You know, she she got written off the show because she got pregnant. She should have like planned all that out. I think she just bought a Tesla out of nowhere. For like, she never budgeted. Like, I got to take care of my cat too. My daughter's cat. I forgot. Oh shit! Now I got to kill the cat off. Just like I got killed <laughs> off the show. I, I do wonder if she's still living <laughs> off the Zoe One Hundred and One money. I think so. Oh, the this Tesla is her way. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. Maybe she had a good investor with the, the money she made from Zoe 101. Might have. Yeah, Maybe probably. she bought some Tesla stock when it was early. <laughs> Do you think that this is her way of um, getting back to relevance so that she can get into like a new show, like Zoe 101 Part 2? But I it's mean, like about... There is Disney Plus now, so there's a lot of opportunities, right? Or was Zoe 101 Nickelodeon? I forgot. It might have been Nickelodeon. I think it was Nickelodeon, but I think it was. It could still yeah, happen. I think it was. Yeah, um, yeah, and then I heard, I heard, uh, it's it's actually, it's actually interesting. I heard that uh, her sister Brittany, who we all know, just before we this all know track, Brittany. <laughs> we all know Brittany. I heard that just before, and I read this in uh, the National Enquirer, so it's true. Um, just before this accident, Brittany was working on a song with the cat um, called. It was called Hit Me Baby With Your Car. I don't know if you guys knew that, but uh, this, the song was going to be huge. But the cat, no, I, I the cat that, couldn't, yeah. couldn't finish recording. Uh, it was, it was going to be a hit. Hit Me Baby With Your Car. So Jamie Lynn was so jealous of her sister that she had <laughs> yes. to run over the, the cat. Yeah, she's like, how dare you use my daughter's cat? And you don't even include me in the song. Like she wasn't gonna have her in the song, but but yeah, but how would Brittany just... know that the, the cat was gonna get hit by a car? Because I think I think that's what I mean. It was a PR stunt, and Brittany was in on it. <laughs> Brittany put the cat in the way. Probably, yeah. She probably. <laughs> so what can Tesla do to make sure this never happens again? Should they? Uh... Whenever the car starts, a dog starts barking or something. <laughs> they just need to make a muscle car, man, for people that complain and, and blame their own mistakes on Tesla. <laughs> you, can, uh, you can customize the Tesla honks now. Um, so you can have any sound. So you should just put like the Zoe 101 theme song. <laughs> It's that's how you save it. That's how you save those cats. But that's how you save ooh, Jamie ooh, Lynn's ooh. career too. Yes, everyone wins. <laughs> I think I I definitely do think like in all seriousness, like her daughter is never gonna eat turkey again. And also, I think she's what definitely does turkey gonna have get... to do with anything because. <laughs> cat's name was turkey okay, what's the cat yeah. that she killed okay. I got you. <laughs> she's so she's gonna go vegan now uh but also i think the daughter is just gonna get this muscly like you know camaro she's gonna get like a camaro or like a hummer contrary to the article a hummer it's not really doesn't really hum it's very loud <laughs> <laughs> she's probably gonna go buy a hummer she's gonna uh you know she's just gonna kill the environment and that's gonna be a legend of uh, Jamie Lynn's daughter killing our environment. She, <laughs> I hope you're happy in line with your quiet ass cars. Yeah, great, great job, Jamie Lynn. Not only are you a, a bad pet owner, you're also a bad mother now. <laughs> anyway, uh, from stick shifts to breadsticks, Anderson Cooper clarifies that he's not too fancy for Olive Garden after some backlash, and he actually even likes their artichoke dip. Anderson Cooper uh, said this, uh, had this quote, the U.S. Capitol writers were the type of people who might patronize Olive Garden. David, I'm assuming you love Olive Garden. What do you think about this story? How, how dare you, Joseph? How dare you assume that about me? I thought one of your many races wasn't Italian, was it? No, it isn't. Not. <laughs> was no, like, I, uh, I uh, <laughs> Very nice. <laughs> I want to put the pasta in your vagina. Yes. No, I, I, uh, I do love. <laughs> I, I, 
I do love Olive Garden, Joseph, but how dare you to assume, assume. that of me? I love it, but don't assume. <laughs> Dude, I, I've always loved Olive Garden. Like, uh, first of all, when I was a kid, uh, I used to love taking the, the chocolates, all the, you know, there's like the, the, the chocolates. The well, the chocolates, they, well, the chocolates they give you at the end of the meal, I would always ask the server for more. And they would always give me more. Not only that, but then they have the black and green mints at the front. I would take all of those. Like as soon as I could reach on the counter, I would take them uh, as a kid. And, and that's Someone why David's it... not allowed at the Olive Garden Adventure Boulevard. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Guys, can Someone I call something? it uh, stealing. stealing yeah, go ahead, Mark. But, uh, they say when, when you hear your family, so... Um, wow, that was weird. You sounded like really sorry. drunk there. He's um, been drinking. It's not. It has nothing to do with his connection. It's just the audio. <laughs> um, can I admit something? I've never been to an Olive Garden before, and from what I've heard, they give you free breadsticks. And now, from David, they give you free chocolate. Yeah. Is this like just awesome. a socialist like enterprise? This Olive Garden. I mean, it's. it's yeah, it's pretty incredible. It's, you know, like one of these chain restaurants, but if you don't have any good Italian food in your neighborhood, like, why not? But, uh, are you, I, oh, go ahead, David. I, no, I was just going to say, I'm not, I'm not drunk. I've had one beer, but talking about drinking, they let you try the wine. And I just think that's amazing. I love all of them. <laughs> Okay, so they're just giving out everything for free. How is this the real Everything's business free. model? Everything's free. I need yeah. to know. Someone take me. Also, is this place? Uh, is this podcast sponsored by Olive Garden? <laughs> it can be. For unlimited breadsticks and uh, salad, go to Olive Garden. <laughs> when you're here, you're podcasting. <laughs> Our next podcast will be recorded live from an Olive Garden. <laughs> Actually, um, actually, actually, they also give you free soup and salad with your meal too. So I'm just saying, soup and salad <laughs> and free breadsticks and free chocolate—that's the entire meal. I don't need to order anything. <laughs> yeah, you don't need to actually order a meal. So, so David, you're welcome. saying that Anderson Cooper is a snob then for for criticizing Olive Garden? Um, I mean. No, I, I don't think he's not a snob. So. Okay. Mark, Mark, <laughs> Mark what's your opinion on, on Anderson Cooper? Anderson Cooper is from the Vanderbilt family. Yeah, his mom um, is Gloria Vanderbilt. Big, big money, big money. And he's out here talking crap about our socialist paradise, Olive Garden. <laughs> Not about it. Olive Garden isn't that cheap, by the way. Like it's, uh, it's. I think it's no, like a twenty-five dollar a... entree or something like that. It's still pretty expensive. That's why I only get the free stuff. So. <laughs> yeah, he only he only shows up. He, David actually <laughs> just goes to other people's table and grabs their their breadsticks when they're not looking. Yeah, I'm like, hey, don't I know you guys from? And they're like, yeah, from last week. You tried to come up to our table and and take our free chocolates. Get out of here, you creep. See, this is why COVID has hurt David the most because he can't do his typical Sunday dinner of stealing breadsticks from people at Olive Garden. And that's that's when I go into my. That's why you thought I was Italian, Joseph, because I go into my Italian accent at that point. I'm like, Hey, I thought we were family. Hey, you said we're here, we're family. He's got the mush. He's got the <laughs> the the mustache and the Super Mario hat. Hey, I thought we were here. We got the. I don't know why my Italian's like a Jerry Seinfeld. Oh yeah. Dude, Olive Garden. <laughs> I have some of your chocolates. Come on, free chocolates. I want your breadsticks. That's sticks. the most Italian. <laughs> I wonder if there is a Seinfeld. I'm, I'm, I'm sure there is. There's a Seinfeld dub in Italy, and I wonder if the if the Italian actor that dubs Seinfeld actually sounds like that. <laughs> probably. That's probably like the closest dub to Seinfeld that they've ever had. If uh, that's another job that you can potentially do, the Italian dub of, of Seinfeld. I I audition I audition for that weekly, but I get rejected. Mm. 
Uh, Mark, what, what do you think is a more likely restaurant, a more likely chain restaurant that Anderson Cooper would uh, shop at? Uh, do you want me to give you a list? Because uh, I have Applebee's first. Um, <laughs> he seems like a Rainforest Cafe kind of guy. A Rainforest Cafe would be... Rainforest Cafe is really expensive. Is that a chain restaurant is. or is it just a Disneyland? I think it was... It was a chain for a very long time. I think San Francisco had one. Um, and it was like $30 bo- like dollars, um, for a steak. And I think I saw Anderson Cooper there. Or maybe that was a gorilla. I'm not sure. <laughs> Easy to confuse Anderson Cooper with a gorilla, yeah. Right. Yeah, very easy. With all their COVID symptoms and stuff. I don't think Anderson Cooper has COVID, Mark. He just hates Olive Garden. Um, basically the same thing. You don't have any taste. But I guess, like, this brings up a good point because the, the rioters, like, went to Olive Garden or he says, like, they're the type of people that go to Olive Garden after a riot. But Olive Garden's pretty expensive. You think they can all afford to go to Olive Garden? It's like a $30 plate of uh, shrimp Alfredo. <laughs> Not Trump supporters. <laughs> Most of them are poor. <laughs> At least the ones that go to the capital, like they, they probably don't have any jobs. Um, they're, yeah, they're probably the ones not going to Olive Garden. They'll go to like your Shake Shack. Shake Shake Shack will be the, the night out restaurant, right? Or maybe they're doing what David's doing and just steals breadsticks from the Olive Garden. Wait, so. Is it like is it like a garden of those cans of olives? Because I like the black olives. I eat them right out of the can. <laughs> but maybe not the black olives. Maybe the white olives. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh come on! Don't don't bring a race into this. <laughs> this I don't is know why. Supposed to be a family that. show, Mark. I don't know why I missed that layup. Just it was right in front of me. I thought you were going for that, and like, like, like Mark gave you like ten seconds to, or like maybe like two seconds to take the joke, and and you didn't do it. I thought you were. I I was trying. I was giving it to Mark. Honestly, I was giving him that. It's about sharing at this (laughs) podcast, and we got to share each other's jokes. Hey, when when you're here, you're when you're here, your family. So yeah. That, that's another good like tagline for for this 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 episode. Maybe, maybe I'll name I, this episode when you're here, your family. I think that's a slogan for Olive Garden too. <laughs> you're very bright, Mark. You, you figured it out. Yeah, I figured it out. All right, let's get think... to our next story. Uh, from mushroom Alfredo to magic mushrooms, a man injected himself with magic mushrooms, and fungi grew in his bloodstream which caused him to go into organ failure. Mark, I'm assuming you've taken drugs before. (laughs) (laughs) By the look of your face and the stature of your own. By the the cut of your jib, Mark, I do declare you are a drug taker. (laughs) Wow, very Frank Underwood of you. (laughs) I like the look of your ears. Okay, what was the question? (laughs) What do you think about this story? A man injects himself with magic mushrooms. I feel like that's the next like big thing, you know, where we're ingesting it, we're putting it up our butts. Um, I think the next evolution is injecting magic mushrooms in your veins. Um, and this guy is a pioneer. I'm going to, you know, I don't, I don't approve of drugs at all. Um, and I would never ask the people to take it. But if they do, are you trying to wink that, on a podcast? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> wink, <laughs> wink, wink, wink. David, do you think that the government should teach us how to use drugs? Um. Well, just in case my uh, my girlfriend's mom might be watching, what are mushrooms? <laughs> <laughs> what's your What's your girlfriend's uh, mom's name? Uh, <laughs> Oh, uh, um, Betty. Well, Betsy, uh, mushrooms are something that David does every Saturday night. Oh, jeez, <laughs> Joseph. Ah, caught him. Oh, caught him. you, I'm sorry, Betty. Nark. Betty, listen, Betty. I don't know why I do this. Like, a, <laughs> that's not the look that, anyway. Um, no, I, 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 I don't know. 
what wait what was your question joseph <laughs> do, you, do you think that the government so like the problem is the, oh yeah no i had okay. i had my answer ready but until i but before i went into the thing about my girlfriend's mom <laughs> i do i do think so and I, i'm actually i'm actually surprised like the uh the mushrooms you know he didn't just try mushrooms in the butt first because uh I hate to say it, but I mean, that's like the obvious go-to first, you know, who would inject them? You know, why would, that doesn't even seem like, how does that even fit in a syringe? What kind of syringe are you using well, that you can probably inject? blending them up into a nice, I don't know. Puree. Puree, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But He's this a former, former culinary artist, injects <laughs> mushrooms into his veins after using the ninja so what I'm going to assume is he—I don't want to make any assumption, but he's—he probably is a heroin user, fentanyl user, or something, and he's used to injecting. Uh, probably. And he thought that's the most logical way to get this drug into my body. Mark, does this? Because he forgot about his mouth. He—he <laughs> <laughs> he didn't get the hint that the name was mushrooms, and you can just eat it like a mushroom. But to each his own, you know. <laughs> right. Mark, does this hurt the chances of drugs being legalized? Because um, I think mushrooms got legalized in Oregon during the, the election this in November. But if people are scared of fungi growing in their bloodstream, is this going to prevent uh, magic mushrooms from becoming legalized in California next or like in any other state? Or do the drug lobby have this, this powerful case against not legalizing psychedelic drugs? The problem is, is that the mushroom lobby is probably in a field somewhere trying to find the Capitol <laughs> building. <laughs> They're still kind of lost. We're still trying to find them and have them make their case. So it'll take a while. You think if all the writers just tried some mushrooms, they would chill out and just think about, you know, life in general and, and life isn't that bad. Can we, instead of imprisoning them, we should just give them mushrooms. Is that is that weird? I, that, yeah, no, I, yeah. I think it would be fair. Like it would, it would turn the storming the Capitol into just a wandering about the Capitol aimlessly. It's uh, it gives you perspective, <laughs> and uh, you know, mushrooms make make you have a better. It makes you philosophize a, bit, a little bit more, so you get more empathy, and maybe uh, you wouldn't storm the Capitol. Guys, this we're guy. solving so many world problems with this podcast, and it's only the first time. <laughs> I know. Who knows? Who knows what happens? I, uh, I, I actually, I think that we should just give the gorillas that got COVID mushrooms and see if that changes anything. You know, <laughs> it turns out the vaccine is just made out of magic mushrooms. I've just never got COVID. <laughs> never had COVID, and I've taken a mush like a bunch of mushrooms. I mean, not legally speaking, um, but. <laughs> I don't have COVID, so maybe that's the thing. That is the cure. Did you Did you guys have a dare yeah, growing be. up, like the the drug program in, yeah. in elementary school? Is, do you guys think it's still so around? Fun. And is, is it like way harder now to to have a dare program because like drugs are becoming more and more like legalized? Yeah, I think I think dare should take over, like take over. And and maybe work with the government to teach people to do drugs in moderation, you know? Like, oh, you want to do some illegal mushrooms? Well, why don't you just take a couple of caps at first, you know? <laughs> <laughs> See what that's like, you know? I think, I think someone needs to be teaching these kids. Because it used to be the parents. They'd be like, oh, yeah, I took that. Uh, I took that before. You try it. You try it. You tell me how it goes, son, you know? My dad never did that to me, but I'm sure that's happened across America. Oh, for me, it was the guy behind the McDonald's. What's that? For me, it was the guy behind the McDonald's who taught me. Thanks. He taught me Thanks, everything Phil. I know. Boxcar Billy. Everything. Boxcar Billy. <laughs> Juggy Dan. He should, they should hire him. See, this is okay. I'm going to solve our, um, our epidemic of opioid um get all the homeless guys on sf to teach dare programs yes thank you so much yes, yes. that would be great that's how we solve it give them work but they now they can do drugs responsibly 
Actually, that wouldn't that wouldn't be a bad idea, you know. Just have them. They each get like a group of uh, three or four children, unsupervised. <laughs> in this <laughs> <And> room, just, <laughs> yeah, in a small room, and they're just responsible for teaching these kids how to do drugs responsibly, and nothing else. Look at us solving the homeless crisis. (laughs) This is the end of my political career. (laughs) Dude, I I would appreciate a politician with innovative ideas like giving jobs to the homeless and, you know, preventing kids from trying drugs. Yes, exactly. (laughs) They'd be like, hey, kid, you ever uh, get mushrooms on your pizza? Well, well, I got I mushrooms in my bloodstream. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Here's how you use it. I got mushrooms. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I used to do heroin, so uh, here's how you put it in your, put the mushrooms in your body. How how would you react to fungi growing in, in your bloodstream, David? Um, I think uh, I think I would probably I would probably do well for like ten minutes or so, but then I'd die. I'd probably die. Uh, because I, <laughs> I get grossed out easily. Like if I, if I've had leftovers in the fridge for more than four days, I'm like, uh, you know, like I can't even, cause I'm like, I, my dad used to make me eat moldy cheese and he's like, uh, it's good for you. It's got penicillin in it. You know, uh, it's blue. It's basically blue cheese. It's blue cheese. And I'm like, dad, this is string cheese. Like it's supposed to have preservatives on it, you know? I, I hate to break it to you, David, but Boxcar Billy is not your father. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Mark probably knows my father. My father. Yeah, name can is you Billy. show me a picture? Yeah, his name Billy is used Billy. to work behind a McDonald's. Behind a McDonald's, yeah. <laughs> With, and remember Mark, he would always he would always be like, Hey, hey kid, the McRib is back. You remember when he would say that? Oh, all the time. Wait, he still That's, says that? He still says that to this day. And I'm oh, like, that's kind like, really never change. I'm like, and I call him dad. I'm like, dad, dad, you don't have to tell people that the McRib is back. There's ads and there's promotion, you know? And he's like, yeah, but that's, <laughs> and it's important information that they need to know from, from your old dad, Billy. <laughs> is your, is your dad, did your dad storm the Capitol too? Yeah, he did. Yeah, he was part of the. He was out there just trying to tell everyone about the McRib. He's like the Mc the McRib is back, you guys. Make America great again. Bring back the McRib. (laughs) McRib twenty twenty. Dude, McDonald's needs to sponsor our show, man. We just gave him so much free publicity with a two minute straight of just saying the word McRib. Yeah. They, and they probably also have a separate business for the uh, for behind the McDonald's. There's also another. <laughs> Again with the prostitution Ronald. talk. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I didn't mean to bring it back there, but uh, but the McRib, it's back. Yeah. All right, let's get to our final segment of the show. I know we're having so much time, so much fun, but we got to end the show eventually. <clears throat> so the final segment of the show is going to be very interesting. Is, is our segment called the Florida man segment. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to Google the word Florida man in Google news. And we're going to discuss the first story that okay. comes. We had no preparation for this. This is, we're all going to find out what the story is together. And so I am going to simply Google the word Florida man, press Google news. And I'm going to talk about this first story. Fired Florida COVID-19 data scientist, Rebecca Jones arrested and charged with illegal access to state computer. Did you say I, I was hoping that would be way computer? funnier than uh, that, that title. Man, I thought, the, I thought like an alligator would eat somebody or something, but like Rebecca Jones, Florida's former COVID-19 data scientist, turned herself in to police after a warrant was issued for her arrest for illegal use of the state's computer system. Uh, Mark, what's the most uh, illegal thing yes. you've done on a computer? <laughs> <laughs> well, let me go say, let me go admit that in a very public podcast right now. 
Um, one time he, I, uh, <laughs> one, one time he taught, one time he taught three to four kids how to use mushrooms on, on the internet. What? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know they were kids. I swore. I swear. <laughs> they all said they were 18. <laughs> so, so I think the problem was, uh, she used her, her privileged information to find out which Florida citizens had COVID and that's private information. You shouldn't be doing that. Or you should. I mean, let's just be honest here. Florida people. Hmm. We'll see. Questionable. Questionable. There's a lot. We now can probably later, save a lot of people. Now and later. Now and later gators. Huh? Those come from Florida. <laughs> uh, David, have you ever had access to privileged information at a job? And have you ever abused it? Uh, I used to work in HR and all the time. <laughs> and you would find out like their personal information and stuff like that or like uh, mental disorders oh no i i mean i never i never did in hr but uh, actually one time after i graduated college this is a true story after i graduated college um i started working for this this guy who was like he was like a he was like a chair a chairman of the board of this biotech was he company. working behind a mcdonald's <laughs> yeah his name was is william uh, but he went by Billy, and he lived in a boxcar. <laughs> and he's also your dad. Uh, he's also my dad. Nepotism strikes again. <laughs> no, but he asked me to, um, he wanted me to take, steal information from another biotech company. Like, I was working for his biotech company, and then he was like, oh, why don't you, why don't you take the information from there and you bring it over to this company? And I was like what like i don't i think that's illegal like that's their person that's their private information and he's like oh no but i'm good friends with them and then he and then i i took the information because i was like well he's gonna pay me eventually he never even paid me so i did illegal stuff for him for free guys you want to know how stupid i am i didn't i didn't search florida man i, I searched florida news <laughs> Oh. <laughs> oh, okay. Let's do it again. Let's do it again. Let's Damn it! it. Again. Now I just now I just gave away pertinent information. <laughs> I, I just wanted David to. You just got bumbled, bumbled, David. You just got bumbled. I just got bumbled. <laughs> Florida man accused and plot to confront Capitol protesters. Oh wow! Oh, no it. way. Yeah, that's that. I mean, that that sounds right. You know, that makes sense. That's very, that's very Florida. That's very Florida. You know, guys, I think we've got to choose a different state next next time. <laughs> How Florida actually went to D.C. that week? You went to what? I think Half they were Florida all from, went to D.C. I think I they think were all from Florida, yeah. Yeah. Inside, we're Flo all a little bit Floridian. Florida. Uh, anyway. Okay, so, okay, yeah, so he read – the, read the headline again, Joseph. A, Tallas a Tallahassee man – a plot was plotting to violently confront protesters at the Florida Capitol on Sunday appeared uh, in a federal court on charges. So this is the Florida Capitol and he was going to confront people, confront violently. What, did he have his alligator with him? No, but he had his, uh, I can't think of any Florida stereotypes. I'm not that good. At <laughs> he had an orange. Uh, yeah, he had an orange bag juice of, and a bag of orange, Cubans, orange juice. Cubanos. And uh, his bag, <laughs> bag of Coke. And his DVD yeah, and, of Scarface. And he this was also so holding. Funny. He was also holding. Ah, fuck, uh, Elijah. What was that kid's name? <laughs> Oh, Elijah Elliot, Elliot Ramirez, Elliot Gonzalez. Elliot Gonzalez. <laughs> yeah. I remember that story. He was also holding. He was also holding Elliot Gonzalez. The Florida Trinity, right there. <laughs> um, I think that's. I mean, I think that's very like because he probably he was probably like I don't have like a political side. I don't. I don't have a political preference. I just. I just want to like get rid of you guys. Like, and it's probably because he just wanted to. Uh, that you know, he just wanted to start some shit. That's always Florida to me. They just always want to start some shit. It's uh, it's it's a tough state, yeah. But yeah, they seem sorry to, have to fun. any, sorry to any Floridians that ain't trying to start some shit. 
Well, I really wanted to be on Miami <laughs> radio, but uh, I guess yeah. I'll put it. This one on that segment dream. just lost us the state of Florida. <laughs> oh man, was this gonna? This was the one you were talking about, Joseph, that was gonna play on the reboot to Grand Theft Auto Vice City. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna be the announcer. Ah, <laughs> oh, damn it! Florida man gets the, killed yeah. by an alligator. Florida man. Oh, protesting. Forgot. <laughs> But anyway, on that note, it's time to end the show. Uh, do you guys have anything to promote before we close out? Nope. I've got, uh, Mark. No, I've got nothing to do. It's COVID. Uh, I'm going to promote <laughs> my couch. 24-7. Uh, yeah, it's a good uh, – I heard it's a good couch. No, I don't know. I'm just trying to piggyback off of your – I uh, I have I have a website that I'm that – I'm, I mean, I haven't had shit to do either. My friend's like, hey, why don't we build you a website? Uh, so, I mean, you'll see David Allen Freitas in the next three to 16 months. I don't know how long it's going to take, but I, I, I think it's going to slash David Allen Freitas. Yeah. You're going to see the, my back and the, uh, and the scars on my lower, uh, my lower legs. No. Um, so I have that just follow, I don't know, just follow my Instagram, please. Uh, it's Lil Davey Fritos, L-I-L-D-A-V-E-Y. F-R-I-T-O-S. I like the chips. And spelled like a rapper. <laughs> For some reason. Nice. Yeah, a lot of street cred with that name, dude. <laughs> so on that note, it's uh, time to end the show. And uh, for Mark and David, my name is Joseph. And thanks for listening to Dynamic Panel. <laughs>